What is going on, my friends? I hope you are doing well today. The team at TRE wants to say thank you so much for all the support. Thank you for joining today. This is the Real Estate Podcast, and we want you guys to do us a solid. If you don't mind, can you help us get the message out? We believe that real estate can be for anybody, and we believe there's opportunities for people to grow with us. So if you can, please share, subscribe, like, comment. Thank you for being here on our journey, and we are going to continue to add as much value as we possibly can and try to shake up the industry. Let's dive in. Yo, baby real estate podcast the real estate podcast welcome guys happy to have you all here appreciate you matt and alex here and yesterday we went and spoke to some mba students i was really proud of alex because he didn't go to college and he's talking to mba students it's about like 15 or 20 people there and then we've got a pretty big uh, 25 unit well actually it's 25 houses one duplex all in southeast austin and one in round rock portfolio that we're looking to take down we're already trying to figure out how to get capital for other deals and uh game time baby so we we're putting up ninety-one thousand in non-refundable earnest and we're trying to buy this with our fund and yesterday i was uh it's fascinating well not fascinating I, i'm just kind of confused on like we've got a lot of agents that say they want to do stuff and I, i'm like so baffled by how good of an opportunity this is to just build your own business Right, like you could just go and take what we have here, this portfolio, call a bunch of developers, get it in front of them, find out what they're looking for, establish some credibility, and like nobody does it, but they all show up to the class, and it, it, I'm just so confused. Um, but that's kind of the reason why we're just taking it into our own hands of getting in there and doing it ourselves. But like, maybe they don't understand, or they don't they don't see the value of it, but. To me, it's like, this could be like one of the most desirable portfolios in Austin. Like what an opportunity. And one of the guys yesterday is like, I don't know any investors. I'm like, go call realtors, you know? So I, I just don't really get it, but. What do you think it is? I hate to say it. I just think it's like lack of action. Mm -hmm. It's like. I mean, there's people that are like, they say they want to do more. It's like, here it is. Like, mm -hmm. there was probably 20 people on, like, social media, and there was three or four people in here, and what an opportunity to go cold call people and build relationships and get in front of, like, the best and biggest investors in Austin. Everyone wants to see it. And uh, it just baffles me, like, why people would continue to show up and then not actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know the answer. Uh, there's a... Um, just like Justin was talking about yesterday is, you know, there's two two groups of people. There's mm -hmm. those who take action and those who don't. Mm -hmm. um, and we've talked about this so many times. <clears throat> and, uh, like, we got a text message this morning about, like, uh, uh, for someone wanting to get together to game plan so they can go all in on, mm -hmm. on this business. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, there's no game plan. Like you just you just take action and you just figure it out along the way. Like you can come up with a ten year game plan, but month two something changes, you go a completely different direction. Uh, and so I just think it's so important to not. And it's like the t you know the TikTok uh, with Dingus that y'all made about 
like analysis paralysis and you know I just need to know just need to figure it all out like I need to know my my game plan I need to know what I'm gonna do and step 15 when I haven't even taken step one yet yeah. it's like just take step one once you're there take step two then take step three yeah step four may be completely different than you thought before you took step one uh, you just have to get busy and just move forward. Just get moving. Just yeah. do something. Take the step. That's what it seems like. To, I mean, that's the obvious answer. The more I think about it, it's just like maybe we're just just very unique in this. Not not in the sense that like we're the only people in the world that take action, but most people, I feel like, and my wife included, like they want to know the plan, <clears throat> you know? And like maybe that is security, confidence just like understanding what you're doing and we're just kind of like well here's the deal we, what's the plan let's we, go we know the plan yeah i mean the we, plans to get busy like yeah, yeah, let, yeah. let's go let's get started let's take the step yeah. uh i don't know what's going to happen when i pick up the phone call and call anybody and tell them about these 25 units but most important thing i do is pick up the phone and start dialing you know i'll figure out what happens when i get on the phone with somebody right uh you just i don't know i think it is it's I think it's uh, extremely important, and I think it is the uh, key to uh, one of the keys to you know being successful. However, you want to define that is just taking action. You don't need to know where you're going; mm-hmm. just start moving. And then, you know, the other part of that is having the ability to look back at what you did and say, "Okay, that didn't work. Why? What did I do wrong? What could I have done better?" what did work, mm-hmm. how would I do this differently? And then taking the next step based on that knowledge from your previous experience and then just repeating over and over, learning from others, but it's, I don't know. You, uh, <clears throat> anything that I've ever, uh, I or we have ever accomplished, uh, um, I, you don't know what's gonna happen and, and that's a good thing, right? Because uh, what I would have envisioned in the first place anyways is way less than what we've actually done and accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 uh, it rolls out and plays out much differently than I originally thought. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was getting sober, I just wanted to stop doing drugs. I didn't realize what a relationship with God would actually do for me. Mm. And had I told you then, you know, uh, what I wanted for my life at that point in time, mm-hmm. Uh, versus what has uh, been provided, uh, there's you know. Right. That's yeah. That's good. I like. You that. just don't know what's gonna happen. Like just uh, right. and and so many big things and bigger opportunities and you can't know it all, uh, but just just go for it. Like just take the step, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it doesn't necessarily have to be risk related. At the beginning, it's kind of just time related. Just go do something. Maybe it's risk in the sense that people don't like getting declined or turned down or whatever it may be, but you got to just take that first step. And like for us, like now we're doing, this is, this is like one of the riskiest things ever for me. It's like 91 K non-refundable on a $10 million deal. And like, I love it. I wouldn't want to be in any other position, but I think it's like part of that uh, graduation of like, you take action, you take a little bit more, then you take action with a lot of risk or a little risk and medium risk and a lot of risk. And, uh, then you, yeah, it's like, we wouldn't, uh, for me at least, like I wouldn't want to, I never have been big about this is exactly what I want this to look like. And then like, let's just work backwards. I just kind of like doing it and seeing what, what happens. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is you don't know, right? Like 
You don't know anyways. Yeah, you don't know. And uh, the more you are in it and the more you take action and the more you just get busy trying it out, the more you learn, the more you figure out, oh, this is possible. I didn't even know that you could go this route with what I was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, this is the better route than, you know, I was originally trying. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, and try, I guess the, the complicated thing is um, it just takes time to see results in this business. And so I don't know who told us this, but it's like, oh, it was Justin. It's just like, or no, it was the cold call guy. It's, um having a win and a, a day, daily wins, right? It's like, all right, regardless of what happened, I won the day because I made 25 cold calls and I made six offers and that's a win. And, and helping people understand that versus them just doing that and not, not feeling like they're making any traction or progress and then doing it for four or five days and then stopping. Every, every, like there's, I mean, almost everyone on our team that we've told the right offers, they just stopped. Mm-hmm. It was like well, 10 offers a day, even like some of the most successful agents on our team, 10 offers a day for a week, two weeks. It's like, what? Yeah, but it's with, it's, it's not just with real estate. Like you go to the gym for four days, you're not, and you haven't, you know, ever worked out before. You're not going to be. Yeah, I know. But like, I think with working out, like you actually kind of, you get sore and like you feel the results. So you know that it's working. I think that's the challenge with real estate. Cause it's like, why is it that very few people succeed at this? Well, maybe it's same with working out in some sense, but like, you know the, what I'm saying? It's the viewpoint, I guess. Uh, Cause the, re- if, uh, if somebody said my goal is to, uh, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but the soreness that you may feel from uh, working out is, you know, so that's your, your result the next day. Yeah. Uh, you know, you make 20 offers a day and you uh, negotiate with somebody like, boom, there's your result. Uh, yeah, but, you know. It's not the six pack, right? Just like your first day working out, if you've never worked right, out before right. and you're out of shape, you don't just have your six pack, which is, you know, maybe the desired result. But uh, same thing with this. Like, you do it for one day. It's very possible to get a deal under contract, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe not. However, you learned something. Um, but yeah. it, it's with anything, though. If you want to, you know, be successful at whatever you're doing, it doesn't come overnight. Totally. And I still think, uh, you know, I really don't agree uh, that, that this is not easy. I think that it, I think that it is easy. And uh, we don't have to dive into this discussion again. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, it's just like anything. Like, if, you're, if you're, you're committed to it, I mean, you just have to commit and say you're going to do it. Um, well, but if you don't want to do it, like, yeah. of course it's going to be hard and it's not. That's what I don't understand, though. Like, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, I'm on the thought process now of, like, for people that want to talk and want to, like, go over offers is, like, just being real, it's like, hey, do you want me to push you? Or do you wanna, you know, do you just wanna do your thing? Like, either way is fine. But like if you, cause we've had multiple people recently and hopefully it works out, say they're gonna put in their two week notice and they wanna go all in. And I'm like, you do, we wanna do whatever it takes? Like, yeah. And so like, I was thinking about this like two days ago, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start this like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. club or whatever. It's like, hey, meet here for 15 minutes at 6 a.m. and let's talk about what we're going to do for the day and our goals. And like, it's just a solution for people that, that say they want more, but then they're not showing up. 
trying to avoid um, just the confusion of like, hey, you're saying you want it, but you don't. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, go, like you say, like, go, are you doing agent success? Are you going to the classes? No, I'm not. It's like, okay, well then, we should probably just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, it it's like what we talked about last week. Um, uh, word, words really mean nothing, and yeah, uh, the the action you know paints the picture of somebody wants it or not. And the truth, you know, and there's a. a I think the um, difference is, is you and I have um, a viewpoint of of how we view it and how we view like wanting it and mm. and uh, really yeah. owning it and going all in. Maybe that's what it and, is. And and that's okay. That uh, you know everybody's going to have their different um, opinion of what that means, right? Uh, for us, it's like one hundred and ten percent all in and and nothing else. I think that's the thing, though, is like. That when you're a hundred percent in, then then it's easy, like to get deals. But if you're in fifty percent, it's not easy. It's, it, I mean, you just can't do it. Like I just never just imagine working half as much and like what kind of results you would get. I don't know if you heard uh, uh, the conversation that we were having the other day, and uh, I was having this conversation with somebody else, and maybe it's not. Uh, to me, it was like a. It was a good way to explain it to somebody when I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're putting in 15 hours a month. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that. It's a 9.35% of what the average person is doing. Mm-hmm. So you're doing, you know, less than one-tenth mm-hmm. of what just the average person yeah, yeah. is doing. Yeah, that was uh, a good way to put it. Average people are, you know, putting in their 40 hours a week and done or whatever right and they're achieving average results and uh you know it's it's par Mm -hmm. and then you got you know your kobe bryant's of the nba who put in you know uh five times the amount of the average person Mm -hmm. right and so those you know you got your kobe bryant's you got your average people and then if you're just doing uh less than one tenth of what the average you're doing like how do you ever expect to compete uh or be successful in anything like your mm. average people are doing 10 times the amount that you are. Uh, and they're probably, uh, you know, achieving 10 times the results. Uh, and there's a lot of average, uh, you know, people out there achieving average results. Um, but then you got like that 1% who are doing five times the amount of the average. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like, you're way down here. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you ever expect mm-hmm. that to even, you know, yeah, totally, man. And I think it's that simple. Ju- yeah, just having that real conversation with people. I don't think it resonated at all the second time I had that conversation. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, first time I think it did, and, and that's with anything you want to do, like with your current job. You know, if you're working full time and say you are making thirty k a month, mm-hmm. uh, if you're doing one tenth, and say that's average, mm-hmm. if you're doing one tenth of that, you're going to receive. Sure. 3000 a month. Yeah. So how do you not see the correlation between, you know, if you did one tenth sure. of what you're currently doing, applying yeah. that here or, you know, in anything in life, you know, yeah. you gotta, uh, it, nothing is just gonna, no one's going to give you anything. Nothing's just going to show up in your lap. Nothing's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may get lucky here and there with things. Uh, but for sustainable long-term success with whatever you want to do, 
Uh, it requires hard work. It requires discipline. It requires consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, it requires a lot of things that uh, doing one tenth of what the average person is doing is not going to provide. Right. Yeah, man. And uh, like we had this one guy who was making offers, and I was like, "Good job. I made. Uh, I made. Uh, keep it up. I made thirty today." And he's like, "He was like, are you flexing?" I'm like. No, this isn't about that. Like, I'm genuinely trying to tell you, like, keep doing this. This is what you have to do to make it work. But I'm just trying to understand, like, what's the mindset? You know, like, obviously, no, you don't have to be, you know, Kobe Bryant. Like, you know, it's not like you're saying that they're average humans. They're just average, like, average uh, commitment and average results for what they're focusing on. There's an average, right? So if uh, there's an average in anything, you know, so say... Uh, just like there's an average home price doesn't mean it's not a, a bad home. It's just the average price, you know, based on, right. on the results of home sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not saying it in a negative way, right? Um, but there are people who do way above average and they, you know, achieve way above average results. Yeah, totally, man. It's a, uh, maybe it's uh, just having the honest conversation of like what exactly are your goals and just walking I like how you you lay it out like just hey here's here's that here's how it works here's a 40 hour week here's how you go above that here's how you be average and just having those conversations yeah um but yeah it uh I think I think that's it I don't you know um we talked about a lot uh, so far from just taking action or mm-hmm. whatever, but I think, uh, and, and it's, it's okay. Like, you know, uh, with all of our real estate agents, all of them probably don't want what we want exactly yeah, the way exactly. that we want it for ourselves. And that's totally fine. Like go, yeah, go build it how you want it. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think it just frustrates it seems as if it frustrates you when well, they act and they talk yeah, like, yeah. but also like, like I was saying about being, you know, having time, like where's your time spent, right? Like when you walk out there and you know, people want to talk to you for 20 minutes about like, look at these pictures of this house. It's like, what are we doing? I don't have time to do this. Like, well, are you being serious about like what you want to do? Or do you just want to hang out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, my boss at, at Edge, I remember, like, dude, he was in the zone. Like, he was, like, from his office, and then, like, if he went to the bathroom or the kitchen or something. And I always wanted to, like, catch him real quick, and I was always, like, I was trying to be, like, hey, look at this deal, like, real quick. And it was such a different approach, and, like, because I knew he, like, I respected that. And, like, I feel like most people don't understand that. No, you know. I'm, like, avoiding Check out the walking picture. out there. Like, I'm, like, I don't uh-huh. got time to sit around and look at pictures. Well, don't. I don't, I'm I'm working on it. Like I'm beeline. <laughs> I know. And I'm just trying to hopefully people hear this and resonate like or like make a change if they want that. But um you just got you know, we don't got any time to waste. You know? We need to get a new office. Yeah. Yep, we do. You guys agree? <laughs> oh well we actually Yeah, so two reasons. Yeah, multiple reasons. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm liking being in the garage and um, I'm here all day. We're doing a little TikTok later, but I got the idea of uh, <laughs> jumping at like a, always have an exit plan. I'm going to be like jumping out of a moving car and jumping out of a boat and stuff like that. But the idea is like 
when you find a property, you've got to have a strategy on multiple strategies on what are you going to do with this? Just like we do with our, uh, like we're trying to buy these 25 houses. And my original thought is let's sell six of them right away. Like day one, let's just list them and sell them. Mm-hmm. And then let's figure out the plan after that. Maybe we end up keeping them. Maybe we Airbnb them. All these tenants, dude, they've been in there for like 15 years plus. And it's interesting because um, I've never been by any means like wanting to like kick people out and just max out the rent and like be that type of person. But in this case, like you almost, you have to in a sense of like they're paying $1,200 rents on a $360,000 house. And like you have to, you got to sell that thing or, you know, get it to like 2200 mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate, but it's the only way to make it work. Yeah, for sure. And you try to do right by people for sure. Like, I think that's the balance you can have is like give them time and be nice to them and help them find a place and let them have the opportunity to buy it. It works when uh, you bought the houses in, um, you know, 1980 for $60,000. Right. Right. But uh, it it doesn't work. Yeah. So that's the big challenge right now is uh, if we get that moving forward, like just start calling investors and. Hopefully we've got a couple that will, uh, oh, and I, we got to talk to Jeff, but I talked to him last night and gotcha. uh, he said that they would be open to having us have less of a down payment if they got percentage of equity. I was like, yeah, we're open to that. Like if we could put 5% down and then they get a percentage of the profits, maybe that makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, this is a, we're going to go raise a couple million. I think we can. But uh, time flies, you know, so we got 90 days to get it done. What do you think? Just thinking through uh, that uh, proposition. Yeah. Be great. So That's what I love hang, about we'll, hard we'll money. Do, uh, you know, uh, less, you know, maybe less down and zero interest rate. And uh, yeah, yeah. Know, then, uh, yeah, that, that sounds. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's all just a function of, you know, all the numbers together. Like, what does this look like? What does this look like? That was cool to me, though. I never really thought that these hard money lenders would do that. But that was, uh, like, we could have brought that up to the UT class when we were there talking. I didn't think about that. But it's like, hey, you can do it this way. You can do it anyway. Yeah. Well, just, you know, most people don't want to understand hard money to even know what it is. Because like, you can't do it with those other situations for the most part. You can always raise capital. But these hard money, they're investors. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to make money. Right. Especially when you're talking to the, that's the owner. Mm-hmm. And they love putting, like, you know, 10 million, 6 million. They love it. You know why? Because they're, I would imagine, because they're raising capital from these investors and it just puts that money to use and gets that return. Yeah, that, and I think they really like it, uh, on the books. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Similar to, you know, uh, that was the, uh, that's what they said last time. It's like, we really want this on the, you mm. know, March books. Yeah. Um, but, uh, cool. Well, we can call them after this. Yeah. Let's try to get it done. That's all I got, man. I mean, we got rising capital for 25 properties in Austin. Spoke to... Uh, students at UT that was cool I think we should end uh, each one of these with a piece of uh, uh, tangible advice that they can take
take. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I think the most important thing that anyone can do is, is just to take the first step. So, you know, if you're wanting to, uh, buy investment properties, um, go make one offer today mm-hmm. and tomorrow. If you're wanting to, you know, quit your full-time job and start your business, like this evening, instead of, uh, watching Netflix, why don't you go try and get your first client? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to quit your job yet. You don't have to know everything. Just go get your first client. Uh, you, whatever you want to do, just go take action on it right now. Yeah. Today. Dude, the guy emailed me last night, not even an agent. And he's like, how do, how do you get leads? And I was like, well, what do you think? That's like my new thing. I'm like, what do you think? And then they always just answer the question themselves. And I, I said, what do you think? And what are you doing? And he goes, I think I copied you. Maybe not. You he's, did. I read he's like, I'm not doing anything. But here's what I think. I'm like, okay, we'll just go do that. It's like, come on, man. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to know. Like, that's my thing is like, if you're in that position, like, what is it? What is it? That's why don't you, you start asking? Why are you not doing anything? I'm getting that. I'm about to. It's Well, it's not a, a bad thing. Like, out of genuine curiosity, uh, why have you not done anything? No, I want to say a step further. It's like, why are you asking me this if you haven't done anything? Well, there you go. Yeah. Ask both. Yeah, but I want that's a, hopefully if people can comment, it's nothing wrong with it. Like it, there's people that have challenges and, and fears and they're scared and they have setbacks. Like I just want to know what it is and, and if there's a way we can help. Well, the and the best way to help uh, fears, lead by example. Well, the best, you know, uh, the best way that person could help themselves uh, fear, challenges, setbacks is to take action. Yeah. Uh, so just, you know. You take that first step, and that first step is is no longer as fearful. Yeah. And uh, you know the second one is is a little bit easier. So just uh, in that example of the driving for dollars, bandit signs. Okay, so go to Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Grab. You don't have to pay. You know, two thousand dollars for bandit signs. Just go to Hobby Lobby. Get a thing of cardboard. Get a permanent marker. Right. I buy houses. Put your phone number. And then go post it up somewhere. Like, just do the first step, yeah. you know, uh, driving for dollars. Like, you, do you have a car? Um, nope. Okay. Can you get Uber? Uh, bicycle? Walk? Um, I it, man. I, I just, I hate that it's like, it's so cliche. Like, it's like, but it's just real. You know, so everyone, like, you heard millions of things. Just take action. Take action. You heard it a million times. But, like, there's a reason. Uh, yeah. I told you, uh, I forget the quote. Uh, but uh, and then you you provided a quote back, but basically it said like uh, dreams and I'll have to get the quote and tell it to you later. Was, was it like, the inadequate one that I said or no? No, this was like a year and a half ago. Oh. I told you one day that uh, I think it was like Winston Churchill or somebody who said this. He said, you know, like dreams or visions or all these things are absolutely pointless if you don't take action. Yeah. And you responded with a quote that said like uh, something about how dreams and visions are important, but I believe it's true. Like, yeah, think about all these things and, you know, daydream and like, you know, draw on all these plans. But if you never do anything, then you're just wasting your time. I had, I don't know if this is the one, but the coach Carter quote that I really like, it's uh, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. It's that we're powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness that frightens us the most. Maybe that's part of it. It's like people are scared of what they can do. I don't understand that because uh, I don't think that applies. Like, Andrew? how does that apply? Andrew, can you explain it? 
Um, I think it goes uh, to a deeper level of like, uh, you, they have this goal, this like pie in the sky, and then what happens when you get there? Then it's like, then what? Like it's the fear of like you getting somewhere and you're still not happy. And so it's like, well, then I'll just always like have the idea of reaching my goal. And that way I'll have the excuse. This is on a deeper level subconscious, but I'll have the excuse of like, oh, I'll be happy when I hit this. But then they never hit it because they're afraid subconsciously when they hit it, they'll still be unhappy. Uh, okay. Maybe. I, I take it. And, and that's interesting. Uh, I just kind of take it like um, you can accomplish a lot more than you think. Like we, we can do a lot. But when you do that, there's a lot of responsibility that you that you bring on. It's like we're powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness. It's frightening to be like someone that people look up to or somebody that's accomplishing something because you have a, a standard that you have to hold up. And like, What's that's how I think that. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. It's that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness that frightens us the most. Okay. So it's like it frightens you <clears throat> that you can actually accomplish what you're talking about. It's like you just don't even want to do it. That just doesn't make sense to me. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> does it make sense to y'all? Like, it yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, make sense. Just... To me, that's, uh, uh, it's not your, you know, it's not you're afraid of what you can accomplish in your example. It's you're lazy and you're afraid of responsibility. And this, it, that's what it sounds like, right? You don't want responsibility. Yeah. You don't want. Yeah. Right. So it's, so it's not, your, your fear is not that you're. We, we don't actually think that we're inadequate and that we can't do it. We all think we can. <clears throat> so it's not that your, your fear is not that you're not good enough. It's that you're, you're going to be better than you thought and that there's a lot that comes with that. I've just never had that fear. So it just doesn't quite uh, yeah. make sense to me. Like my fear is being inadequate. My fear is not achieving greatness my fear is not doing you know yeah that's what well this is what i'm talking about is like i don't necessarily uh i'm with you that's why we're taking action but the people that are not taking action is where i think that can apply more to yeah i just don't understand it but <laughs> i know and i don't understand people that show up to the class and don't do anything like why are you here yeah and then in your example uh uh, you said uh, that it's not going to be good enough. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that's just the wrong viewpoint to have anyways, right? Like, happiness uh, shouldn't come from uh, getting here, right? And, uh, you know, it should come from within, I believe. Yeah, and totally. So, you know, if if this is where happiness is and you're just constant and you never go all in because you you feel like you need this to constantly have happiness. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like that's the wrong viewpoint to have. Um, <clears throat> the other thing too, like uh, back to the, the plan, like if, you know, there's no, uh, there's no end point for us necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not like once we have this, we'll be happy or we'll be, mm -hmm. uh, we just want to get better. Like everything we do is like, let's get a little bit better. It's just fun building things. Like once yeah. we get there, then we're going to say, great. Now let's 10 exit and let's yeah, yeah. go here. Like, I don't know, dude. I, I mean, I don't know if you resonate with this as much as I do for you, but the UT thing, like that's a big deal. 
that we went and spoke to the University of Texas MBA program. And like, if you would have told me that, you know, 10 years ago, I'd be, I would be like shocked. Like we didn't really treat it like that. It's like, all right, where's the next one? You know, we're just, we enjoyed it. Right. It was fun. It was a good experience. I thought it was really cool that y'all thought it was cool. <laughs> it's a big deal, dude. Ser- well, they don't, I guess so, the University know. of Texas and, yeah. and you didn't even go to college in an MBA program. These guys are paying 50 to a hundred grand and they're asking you to come talk to them. They don't just like ask people to do that. I was a little let down uh, by by the uh, NBA program at UT, honestly. I mean, like, I don't know. I was uh, like, oh, dude, I'm I'm let down by like, yeah, nobody. I'm like, we're going to lay it all out. Like, do you got any questions? You want to talk business? We're we're just getting off the phone and doing business calls. Like, I don't It's like, what are you here for? You're going to school to learn. Right. And then and then the feedback that one of the guys gave my brother, did you see that? It's like we should have had a PowerPoint. And I'm like, I'll, I'll respect that. Like, I get it, but like, come on, man. Slide two. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, that's like what college students like, I guess. We yeah. could just gone through like scroll through our fund. Yeah, I think there's a uh, business people. I think just like talking business, and uh, didn't seem like. Yeah. Many people wanted to talk business. Like even talking about, you know, maybe accounting isn't that interesting to you, but like uh accounting is the 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 language of business. Yeah. Right? And uh like I could talk about accounting all day long. Uh I'm not an accountant and but it's just just numbers. It's it's yeah. It's profit and loss, it's your revenue, it's your expenses, it's it's the language of your business yeah. and I don't know. Like we could have sat there and talked about accounting or we could have talked about, you know, one person raising capital or how do you recruit agents? (coughs) Yeah. I remember being in uh, the MRE program in college station and like this one guy came in and he just, he was Wolf of Wall Street and I loved it because he was, because like everyone else was just like spreadsheets and PowerPoints. And this guy just was a Houston big dog broker. And was talking like crazy stuff. And I was like fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. And like probably most people in my class resonated with other people. So it's just different, different people resonate to different things, I guess. Maybe that's why I wasn't, I didn't think it was, it's like, I never, you know, I don't know. I'd never sat in those auditoriums or classrooms and I never had people come in and, and speak to me in a master's program or to me, honestly, it just seemed like, uh, we were talking to our agents or something, you know, it wasn't like a, a big, but I thought it was cool that y'all thought it was cool. It's cool. I mean, dude, if you, if you break down the numbers, like the amount of money that that class is worth is probably like, I don't know, 15, 20 grand. Like that's how much they pay for that class. Should we send professor send an invoice? <laughs> Anyways. All right, go, uh, go take action. Uh, that's what we're heading out to do. And I will see you next week. Like, comment, subscribe, and hit us up if you know anyone looking to buy 25 houses or invest in the fund and the deal with us. Peace.